is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Welcome to the show. I'm Deborah Howell, and today we'll be talking about the importance of nutrition during cancer treatment. Our guest is Crystal Villa, Clinical Nutrition Supervisor at Orange Coast Medical Center and a registered dietitian. Welcome, Crystal. Hi, Deborah. Thanks for having me. Wonderful to have you today. So why is nutrition so important to a newly diagnosed cancer patient? Uh, Well, when you first hear you have cancer, you may think, what can I eat? What should I be eating? What will help? The idea is to eat a healthy and balanced diet. However, meeting those nutrition needs may be difficult or become difficult when treatments start due to the side effects and the effects on nutrition intake. Sure. So what are some of the common nutrition treatment related side effects? As it really depends on what type of treatment or combination of treatments and what kind of cancer and body parts affected. So some side effects may be loss of appetite, nausea, vomiting, mouth sores, dental gum issues, taste changes, GI complications, and body changes. This is a very brief list, but a dietitian can definitely help review side effects with a patient based on the type of treatments they are receiving. Sure. And how does a dietitian help optimize a diet plan for a cancer patient? A dietitian will perform a nutrition assessment, which is an in-depth analysis um, of the patient to provide a personalized nutrition plan. The earlier the individual's plan is created, the more effective it will be to prepare them for nutritional changes and impacts. Interventions start to become more difficult and challenging if someone has already developed severe malnutrition or nutrition depletion. So basically, don't wait. Come see a dietitian as early as possible when diagnosed. For sure. Now, what would you recommend for a patient experiencing no appetite and early fullness? These can definitely lead to weight loss and weakness. So some suggestions would be to eat small, frequent meals, snacks, six to eight a day. Sticking to a scheduled timing for these meals and snacks would probably help more than waiting to feel hungry. Add nutrient-dense foods and liquids, and that just means in smaller amounts, you get items that are packed with vitamins, protein, fats, and carbohydrates. So if you're eating a little amount, you're at least getting more nutrients. Add in some oral nutrition supplements, and another thing would be physical activity may help food move through the GI tract. Okay. Now, you mentioned this, but during cancer treatment, people may experience changes in taste and smell. What would you recommend for someone experiencing those symptoms so that they're receiving the nutrition that they need? So this would depend on what type of taste change you're experiencing. So if something tastes a little bit off, try fruity or salty or things with extra seasoning. If something tastes metallic, you can try sweet or sour, um, sucking on lemon drops or mints. Instead of metal silverware, try plastic utensils. For salty, try naturally sweet foods like fruit and choose low-sodium products. If something's too sweet, try bland, dilute juices, mix oral supplement drinks with milk or milk alternatives. And if smell is your issue, try avoiding foods with strong odors. But if you're the cook, try to maybe cook items that are pre-made or 
open a window and use good ventilation. Now, some may also experience constipation or diarrhea during treatment. What are some nutrition recommendations for patients with these symptoms? So definitely both with constipation and diarrhea, hydration is extremely important. So look for reaching up to like 80 ounces, which is 8 to 10 cups a day. Sipping on clear liquids, which are your hydrating liquids. For constipation, start slowly adding in insoluble fibers like bran, flaxseed, vegetables and fruits with the skins, legumes. Talk to your physician about adding probiotics, also a laxative or stool softener, and definitely report if you've had no bowel movement for more than three days. For diarrhea, small frequent meals help. Low-fat items, low lactose, avoiding fried and greasy foods. Increase your soluble fiber, which is applesauce, bananas, sweet potatoes, rice. Try to avoid things like caffeine, alcohols, including sugar alcohols, which is anything that ends in an OL on the ingredients list, and spicy foods. And definitely make sure you replace your electrolytes. So interesting. Now, are there any nutrition recommendations for nausea, vomiting, and indigestion? Okay, yeah. So trying smaller, again, the smaller frequent meals to help. Try bland, dry foods without strong odors, cool items. Liquids may be better tolerated between solid meals instead of with them. Stay hydrated with the clear liquids often. Start with very small sips after vomiting, maybe about 30 minutes. Sucking on hard candies may help with the nausea and just that if there's a bad taste in the mouth. For indigestion, avoid eating two hours before going to bed, keeping your head elevated after meals, lying down, wear loose fitting, especially around the abdomen. Some things that may irritate are things like chocolate, mint, alcohol, caffeine, and high fat foods. Yeah, the Romans used to dine while reclining on their couches so they could look at their ceilings and see all their beautiful artwork, but not such a great idea. No. So how does oral mucositis and esophagitis affect a patient's nutritional intake? So these two definitely cause some inflammation, and that inflammation can cause mouth sores, painful swallowing, and irritated throat. Food items that may irritate are things that are acidic, citrusy, dry, scratchy, spicy, peppery. So try more bland, soft items, cooler like popsicles. Try a mouth rinse without alcohol in the mouthwash and definitely ask your doctor about a numbing mouthwash to help. Okay. How does a person's body weight affect cancer and cancer treatments? So higher levels of body fat and low lean body mass have been associated with poor outcomes uh, affecting insulin, growth hormones, and making it a nice area for cancer to grow. If fat loss is desired, make sure this is monitored under an oncologist and a professional to ensure that you, the preservation of that lean body mass. If somebody's at a normal body weight, then the goal would be to maintain that body weight. Some is experiencing weight loss try increasing the calories and protein with nutrient-dense items. Cancer causes inflammation, which will affect how the body metabolizes and uses protein, carbohydrates, and fats, which would decrease lean body mass. So early nutrition interventions to preserve that lean body mass at any weight is what's recommended. Sure. You know, I find it hard, even as a person who does not have cancer, finding those protein-dense foods you know, especially in the morning, I mean, you can only have so many pieces of turkey bacon, right, in your life. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any recommendations? 
I would recommend uh, looking for a more plant-based incorporation with animal products besides dairy protein, animal-based protein. Some plant-based proteins would be like legumes, soy. Trying incorporating a different mix of your protein items, not just relying on animal proteins. And you don't necessarily need to have the breakfast food proteins. If you like beef stroganoff for dinner and you want that for breakfast, go with what feels good for you and what's desirable at the moment. Okay. Are there any recommendations for post-treatment nutrition? Yeah, definitely overall healthy dietary choices, physical activity, any behavior modifications would be good strategies to help reduce risk of developing another cancer. So some suggestions would be getting at least the five servings of fruits and vegetables. The more colorful, the better. And, you know, try challenging yourself to try something new every grocery trip and adding those plant-based items and meals throughout your week. Trying to reach those 25 to 30 grams of dietary fiber. Reduce your processed foods, high fat foods, fried foods, and anything cured would be some recommendations. Oh, prosciutto. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm sad. Okay. All right. Got it, though. So are antioxidant supplements safe? I would not recommend adding any antioxidants when starting treatments unless it's discussed with an oncologist and a dietitian as there is potential for tumor protection and reducing the effectiveness of the current treatment. And what resources does Memorial Care Orange Coast Medical Center provide to patients about specific cancer nutrition interventions? Since symptoms really vary from person to person and may include such a combination of other medical conditions as well, it is highly recommended for somebody to meet with a dietitian for individualized nutrition interventions and evidence-based recommendations to meet their specific nutrition and health goals. Also, if somebody wants to ask about current trends and topics and cancer-specific questions or you know just something they heard about, at Orange Coast Medical Center, we have a nutrition outpatient service. They are one-hour initial visits with a dietitian and 30-minute follow-up sessions. Is interested, they can call 714-378-7650 for more information. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Crystal, for your time and expertise today. Is there anything you'd like to add before we go? No, I, I would just really want to emphasize anybody to really reach out for these services. that they, they could really help and bring family members along for extra support to meet their needs. That's a really good idea because you do need a support system. There's so much yeah. information coming at you that it's great to have a team to at least figure out, hey, we need more color in our food today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks again. We really enjoyed having you on the show, Crystal. Thank you. For more information about nutrition during cancer treatment, please call 714-378-7650. To listen to any of our informative health podcasts, please visit memorialcare.org slash podcasts. That's all for this time. I'm Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.